you know, I think some people have done a really good job kind of going along the path of community to monetization, right? Trying to figure out a way of like, I've got great content now. How do I actually make money with the content that I have? For different reasons, right? We're trying to actually go the other way and, say, and actually put a little bit more community around all of the products and services that we have to make it even stronger. But community in and of itself within a brand is just incredibly strong. And the businesses that have a really great community around them grow at different paces, have more loyal customer bases that, that will just listen and grow with you as you continue to build out your products over time. So the big question is this, how do small business owners like us grow our leadership, develop our teams and scale our business in a way that allows us to get our products and services out to the world yet still remain profitable? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Bradley Hamner and this is the Club Capital Leadership Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Autopilot Recruiting. Join over 1,200 State Farm agents in putting your recruiting on autopilot. Any successful insurance agent will tell you how important team is. Finding those rock star team members doesn't happen when left to chance. It happens through consistent recruiting. You never know when you're going to lose a team member. And the key to an incredible team is constantly searching for the best talent. Autopilot Recruiting is a continuous recruiting service where you'll be assigned a recruiter that has been trained to recruit on your behalf every business day. This recruiter will take over and revamp your career plug, send out assessments, do pre-screened phone interviews, and schedule your in-office interviews. All you need to do is to show up and give a thumbs up or a thumbs down. This ongoing service is extremely affordable and a no-brainer for taking your insurance agency to the next level. Listeners of the Club Capital Leadership Podcast, go to autopilotrecruiting.com and use the code CLUBCAPITAL to get started. Again, autopilotrecruiting.com and use the code CLUBCAPITAL to get started. Welcome to another episode of the Club Capital Leadership Podcast. My name is Bradley Hamner, your host. On today's episode, it is a fireside chat with myself, David, and Micah. Before the recording, we had a conversation around large YouTube personalities, Mr. Beast, et cetera. But we end up kind of taking that around and we give lots of kind of fun examples, many things that you all may have heard about, and maybe even a few people, influencers that you have not heard about. But we ultimately, if you hang with us through that, it's a pretty short episode, 15 minutes or so, we kind of extract what are some of the business cases? How can we take these ideas from these big personalities and bring that down to something that we can do in our business? I think you're going to get a lot out of this fireside chat with David, Micah, and myself. Micah, what's the topic you got? Well, you brought up something earlier that I thought was pretty fascinating that you knew the largest YouTube personality or person in, in the world and I hadn't even heard of them. I think that's worth kind of talking about right there, as well as just kind of what we were talking about in general, you know, just talking about people and companies that have done a really good job of providing incredibly good content. And then on the back side of that, introducing products that where they're able to you know really monetize the following that they have. People have done incredible jobs with that. You know, I know someone that I follow is is also you know really I think he's the largest Instagram following in the world is The Rock. Obviously, he's a personality for a number of different things that he's done in his career from wrestling to acting. But he's amassed just an unbelievable following that he has then. It's really interesting to see the other business side of what he's done 
of starting to tack on products to that. His tequila brand became the fastest tequila brand to a certain amount of sales. George Clooney set some records with Casamigos that I think was at 100,000 cases in the first year. Mm-hmm. And it was like, holy cow, look at the success he's had launching his own brand. And now you're seeing a lot of celebrities attaching their names to liquor brands. But The Rock did it and blew it out of the water. They did a million cases in the first year. It just literally set all sorts of crazy records for the amount of growth of a brand new liquor company. I think it just goes to show that attention is the new oil, right? The oil from years ago that you became a multi-multi-millionaire. What's the Dallas Cowboys owner? Jerry Jones from oil. And now attention, the rock has, that's the new equivalent to oil. And he's been able to monetize that attention. You know, another guy, and this is a little closer to the business space, is Grant Cardone. I'm not really a huge Grant Cardone 10X fan. That's not really my style per se. But he started out talking around just really car sales initially. And then he branched out into a bigger mass market of around just sales. And then it was real estate. And then it's just kind of become this bigger thing. But he started out initially just a lot smaller and then has just expanded. I think there's a lot of examples with that. I'm going to ask you guys, Mikey, you may not. David, you might, given the age of your kids. So another group on YouTube, you guys know Dude Perfect? No. Oh my goodness. What in the world? This is crazy. I'm a blippy guy. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Dude Perfect is... What's the other one? They're number 25. They have 59 million YouTube subscribers, at least by this thing. They probably have more if we looked it up on YouTube. I'm actually going to pull it up. Okay. So for people listening to this podcast. You may know this one too. I just heard about this one, Miss Rachel. Miss Rachel and Blippi are what like happened in my household right now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I get that. I was a naysayer on Blippi. I was like, who? This is just like a guy. Pretty much. It seems like he's a guy with an iPhone that (laughs) like somebody's filming him and Oh, come on. What are you doing? You're acting a fool. Stop talking like that. Stop dancing around. And okay. then I saw, you know, the revenue. I looked him up and I saw the revenue he was pulling in. And he's making like two million a month off of these videos. Those are huge. But let me go to one a little bit smaller, although it's not small, but comparatively. So for those of you that didn't, when we first jumped on, we were having another conversation talking about things that we're doing. And I happen to throw out, have you guys heard of Mr. Beast? And they didn't know. They didn't know Mr. Beast. 160 million subscribers. And they, they'd never heard about him, which like, blew my mind on that. I'm totally going to do a solo episode about, it's going to be called Mr. Beast. Okay, I, David, I, just, I just Googled him. I saw Tom Brady throwing a football to drone on a $300 million yacht. So yes, look- exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, what in the world? Anyway, his name is Jimmy, actually. But okay. So here's another one. Look this one up while I'm talking to you about this one. So much smaller, but similar somewhat impact. And this one's more personal for my son, Cooper. And it's MLW Wiffle Ball. MLW Wiffle Ball. So they got 416,000 subscribers. And my son's 12, about to be 13. They have modeled their Wiffle Ball leagues off of this league. Okay. So it is absolute cannot miss TV for Cooper and all of his buddies to watch when MLW drops one of their wiffle ball games. They're in the middle of the season right now. And so at 645 tonight, Cooper has a wiffle ball game that I'm going to be going to. And they have got, listen, they've got jerseys. They've got a website 
Okay. I won't put it on the podcast, but we got a website for their little league in Jones Valley. And they're just doing it based off of this right here. Well, guess what? What have these guys done a really good job of? They have branded merchandise. So if you have an MLW strike zone or you have MLW swag or gear, that's the end stuff. And then they're even doing in-person experiences. So these guys are taking their leagues that they've had for 15 years. And that actually is the last point I wanted to make. And then I'll get y'all feedback on this. It's easy to look at this and go, what in the world? Three days ago, they just dropped a game, the Cobras versus the Gators, that has 104,000 views in three days on a wiffle ball. But here's what's key. I think they've been doing this for like 10 years. Okay, this has not been two years and then they got all these subscribers. This is not like an Andrew Tate type thing where he goes on to a platform and like, oh, gosh, we're not going to talk about Andrew Tate on here. But my point is, is like wherever he goes, like people follow, whether you hate the guy or like the guy. But they've been doing this for a long period of time. And I think that is one of the business lessons is because you look at this and go, well, heck, I want 416,000 subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, but how many videos and how many years have they been filming this stuff to get to that point? Does that make sense, Micah? Have you ever thought, wouldn't it be incredible if you had direct access to our expert podcast guest in real time and be able to ask a question specific to your business? Well, now you have the opportunity to do that. After three and a half years, we're finally launching a leadership podcast community, and we want you to be a part of it. We're launching this podcast community on June the 1st. Go to club.capital forward slash podcast, and you'll get all the details. You'll be able to interact with every single one of the podcasts that we record in real time and ask us questions and be able to ask the guest questions. In addition to that, we're going to have a monthly exclusive Q&A just for our leadership podcast listeners. Go to club dot capital forward slash podcast. That's club dot capital forward slash podcast and be one of the very first to join. I can't wait to see you in our leadership podcast community. Riley, I always hear that. I totally get it, right? But I guess, how do you determine at what point are you just going to be that guy that has 10 people showing up to your YouTube show 15 years from now and it never catches, right? Or is it like... Which ones take off and which ones don't, right? So I get the consistency part. It's always interesting to see which ones actually do catch and which ones don't. I was talking about our team this morning. It's Monday when we're recording this, but how do we make the content better for our listening audience? Whether it's this episode, our Monday interviews, our Fridays. To me, what it ultimately comes down to is that there's the aspect of consistency, although I wouldn't dismiss that. Number one, just doing something over a long period of time Okay, here's the idea around that, David, is I think that if you take a salesperson that comes and works for you and they do a thousand quotes, a thousand sales calls, they can't help but not be better on the thousandth one than they were at the first one. Does that make sense? Is that fair? So I think that the person who shows up, unless they just are completely oblivious and don't want to at all try to get better. I hope that I'm better on these podcasts now than I was three and a half years ago. I hope so. And I hope I should be better three years from now than I am today. So that's my thoughts around that. There's kind of some like consistent improvement that you get from showing up. (laughs) Just doing it. I mean, just doing it over a thousand opens, a thousand sales calls. It becomes unreasonable for somebody not to get better. I think it's also about embracing like new processes, new ways of doing it. You can't be the exact same 
cold caller just doing the exact same cold calls and cold call script for 10 years, right? You're probably going to have some results, but it's probably not going to hockey stick at some point, right? Can Are you adapting with the times, right? Are you coming up with new processes? Are you now embracing email or different CRM platforms that help you stay on task, send sequences out so that you can do more with us, right? You can get actually more done in the same amount of time. Or I think with this, I'm just reading up on the wiffle ball series now. I mean, they're embracing all sorts of the new technology too. And they're they're actually larger on TikTok than they are on YouTube. So interesting that they're starting to use some of the what's in, right? The new, they're not just like, hey, we started this on YouTube and that's it, right? They're starting to look at what's going on. Where do I adapt? How can I like grow our market over time? We can go down this rabbit hole. Bradley, I think you brought it up, like all the American presidents using the whole new media. This is something else this weekend about all the new CEOs are too. You had this whole NVIDIA thing where they had a trillion dollar market cap. Apparently the CEO, he only wears a leather jacket. He's only been seen once without a leather jacket on, you know, whole full side conversation, right? But he uses Reddit. Reddit is his platform. Is mm-hmm. like maybe Steve Jobs was something else, right? You got Meta with, uh, you know, Zuckerberg was something else. But this guy's platform was Reddit. Has this whole community following on Reddit, and that's kind of how he's built this whole brand up. <laughs> yeah, I think whether I mean the examples we've talked about, Mr. Beast, we've threw out Dude Perfect, MLW, somebody on Reddit, different Facebook groups people have, The Rock, etc. I think at the end of the day, what you end up finding is basically communities. I think it's just people who then follow certain people, and hopefully, work people are following us. Because we want to be able to provide, make business information accessible to people that follow us and Club Capital and be able to help serve and build better business owners along the way. I mean, that's personally what I'm the most interested in. David, we were having the discussion before that. I just love all things business. I could talk about business literally all day because pretty much I do. And that's what I really enjoy. And I think, Mike, you're the exact same way. And so you end up curating what was the thing my neighbor said the other day? He was like, oh, what did you do today? Or something like that. It was just a kind of casual conversation. She's like, oh, we did this pottery thing. I was like, oh, that's great. I'd love to maybe take my daughter to do that because she loves arts and crafts. And he was like, yeah, next week is National Pottery Week. And I said, oh, really? Is that a big thing? And he was like, oh, it's huge. And I'm like, what? I have no idea. What are you talking about? And it's just like with people who are listening to this around the wiffle ball, they have no idea. Well, I didn't either until Cooper a couple of years ago really got into this wiffle ball thing. And it's like, oh, now it's kind of a no brainer. Or Mr. Beast, do you guys know who Mr. Beast was? It's like, no, I don't have no idea. It's like, oh, half the world does, but that's okay. You guys don't. We live under a rock, apparently, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. No pun intended on the rock. So, well, Michael, what do you think are like one or two business lessons from this? Well, I think community is strong, right? And it's something that we're trying to do. I think a better and better job at of capital. We're, you know, I think some people have done a really good job kind of going along the path of community to monetization, right? Trying to figure out a way of like, I've got great content now. How do I actually make money with content that I have for different reasons, right? We're trying to actually go the other way and, and actually put a little bit more community around all of the products and services that we have to make it even stronger. But community in and of itself within a brand is just incredibly strong. And the businesses that have a really great community around them grow at different paces, have more loyal customer bases that that will just listen and grow with you as you continue to build out your products over time. 
I totally agree with that. I think that I know that there are aspects to where, I mean, some people listen to this. I'm not super political one way or the other. I just don't talk about it on the podcast because I just don't, I'm not personally that into it. I think that there are times where people kind of get in these, what I've heard people call echo chambers. And that's the negative way to kind of look at it. All you hear is left-wing stuff or all you hear is right-wing stuff or all you hear is whatever. Does that make sense? But then there's the other side of that same coin that is very healthy. Oh, these are my people. They're really actually trying to get better as a business owner. They're talking about things. They're sharing templates. They're sharing best practices. They're sharing these kind of things. They love to geek out about this type of thing. Well, some people relate to that and some people don't. And that's totally fine. I love to play golf. Well, I'm not just a casual golfer that's going to go buy my golf clubs at a Dick Sporting Goods. I will go and geek out on a certain driver shaft. Well, somebody else that doesn't, that casually plays golf with no understanding, why would I spend a thousand dollars on this driver shaft? That makes no sense in the world, right? It's like, well, it's important to me. I know you guys are big soccer fans. I just don't know soccer. And so the other day I saw this kid playing wiffle ball and he did Ronaldo's celebration thing or something like that. And I didn't know what that was. And so this kid said, oh, he just did Ronaldo or something like that. And I was like, what is that? And so they were like, oh, you don't know what that is? And so they showed me. I was like, okay, I didn't know. Well, to a soccer person who really knows that, you guys would know, right? And they're like, ah, you just don't get it. You're right. I don't get it. That's exactly right. And that's okay. Does that make sense, Dave? You mentioned the political echo chamber. I feel like this is happening with all these groups. You mentioned golf. So I start trying to get better at golf, right? And then also in all the social media companies, you know, I'm a golfer, right? And <laughs> exactly. Golf, right? So I'm like, man, this is really escalating this hobby because all I see 24-7 now is stuff on this hobby, right? <laughs> so. Exactly. They do. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> They're listening. Our whole algorithm is going to be all messed up on all of our social media because it's like, what do we target them? They're talking about so many different things. <laughs> anyway. Acceleration of the hobby. You almost have to like catch yourself. You're like, man, I meant to get into this, but now I'm like really getting into this. Is it because of this? <laughs> I think there's huge value in community. I've said on the podcast a bunch, get in the rooms, whether they're virtual or in person and have a seat at the table, the people that are doing the things that you want to do. That's it for sure. All right, guys. Enjoyed it. Good podcast. Awesome. Thanks, Bradley. All right. Later, Bradley. A big shout out to our podcast sponsors, Autopilot Recruiting, Coach B Consulting, and of course, Club Capital. If you want to be able to get more A players in the pipeline, just begin to get them in the process, but they've been vetted. They've already had certain questions asked, and you can kind of curate the first part of the experience. For most business owners, the hardest part is the beginning part, because once they're into the flow of your recruiting system, most people know how to be able to pick it up from there. But the sourcing of the candidates, being able to get them through the initial few steps, that's usually the hardest part. And it's the one that most business owners don't enjoy the most. So go to autopilotrecruiting.com. For me personally and for the team, the best investments I've been able to make other than in the people themselves is in development. You all know that I personally love personal development and developing of others. And so growth is a huge just part of who I am for sure. And I know it's the same way for you. If you're listening to this podcast, you're somebody that's a growth-minded person for you, but also for your team. There's really no better way, especially if you're an insurance agency owner, than to give your team consistency. I will say this. I heard this recently. I'm going to say this more often, is recency 
beats intensity. And I think the same thing is with developing of our team. The consistency or recency of the trainings and the development that they have access to twice a week with Coach P is beats, you know, some one big push. You could spend 40 hours a week. It's why Apple spends, I think, 40, 50 minutes every day training to the people in their stores is because of the recency thing. It's not like they do one big push on the front side and, oh, you're trained and you're good. It's about doing it on a regular basis. Well, you've got a lot of hats to wear and there's probably aspects to the business that you love and do incredibly well, but maybe not every aspect. And so reach out to Coach P, go to coachpconsulting.com. Tell David that you heard about him on the Club Capital Leadership Podcast and give him a test drive. Test drive in for you and your team and you'll get to kind of see their style and how they do things. You get eight free lessons and there's no doubt why David has been the fastest growing insurance coach that's out there is because people are really seeing the value. And for what you get for $250 a month is more than 10 times the value of that in an annual basis, especially if you implement. Go to coachpeakconsulting.com. And lastly, Club Capital. Club Capital is really has the mission that's very similar to my personal mission, which is to be able to help build better business owners. They're doing that in a lot of different ways. One of the obviously core ways that they do that is being able to give business owners access to the mindset, the skill set, the tool set necessary to be able to leverage their financials, to be able to make better decisions, to be able to hire more and better people, to have the money to invest in marketing, et cetera. Go to club.capital, reach out to somebody on the team and see how they can help you today. Club.capital. All right, everyone. Till next episode, lead well.